0: it's something that can like last a long time. Like it, it's like drone videography in itself is a business, like a one
1: long- Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay. Like the the example I'd give is, uh, well actually go ahead, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, okay, no, 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 so, so I thought you were meaning the opposite. I thought you were trying to lean towards the angle where like drone videography is something you can start off with and then go into a full suite videography agency, but now uh, I realize that you're saying no, Like, just you can become a master and build a business just around drone videography, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. They both work. I've skewed towards the latter of doing both and liking to do both. But one specific example in the drone world is like, everyone's seen the DJI drones. They're like, they, they give you really smooth, horizon-locked, beautiful shots, and they're super easy to fly. They don't get lost. They they, fall, they return back to where it took off from. Like They're great. But the next level up that's incredibly hard to fly, and thus the market's smaller, but also better if you can do it, is the FPV drones, where you put, you put goggles on, and you assume you become the lens of the drone, and it's very small. It's like maybe a foot around both ways. And the the higher-end ones, you can have guards around them, and you can fly them near people without having them chop their limbs off. So you can fly them in houses, and you can fly them off axis. So the benefit of this is that you can, there's a commercial by Toyota that came out recently where it starts as a picture of a bird and then the bird jumps off the cliff and it goes to the first person to view the bird and he's diving down towards the street. A Toyota rolls by and it starts to circle a Toyota. It goes under a a post office van back up and then follows the Toyota more. That was done by a tiny little drone with a guy wearing the goggles. So if you're willing to get good at those highly technical things, um, that field is actually getting pretty wild. You can do real estate like that, house is one continuous shot, and end up on the roof or in the pool. Um, yeah, I guess my answer is they both work. You can go really deep into drones, Mm -hmm. uh, or you can be sparsely, sparsely, like, Mm pitter-patter here and there, and, uh, yeah, pull out to to gravitate towards you when I need you.
0: Okay. Primarily, you describe yourself as, like, a drone filmmaker, right? Is that, like, a great way, like, of describing you professionally?
1: Uh, I would, for me, I would say I'm a storyteller. Okay, okay, that's good. And I, and I just happen to, I happen to use the filmmaker medium because it's the, I think it's one of the more relevant ones nowadays, but I also love writing and et cetera. So mm-hmm. yeah, but 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 film of a, a visual storyteller is how I put it.
0: Okay, so awesome. I think we got a good picture of like, like uh, making money as a, like a drone videographer. So, oh, by the way, here's an important question. Like, how do you price your services? In general? Yeah.
1: Um, so I would say now I severely underpriced. So just for some context, I started droning probably in March of last year, maybe February. And I got my handheld camera in October. So November and December, I did six music videos for free, just for practice and exposure. And then I got my first two paid gigs in January, um and what was the question again? I'm getting so lost in answering. How do you, how do you price your? How do I price my work? Uh, so I'd say right now I'm treating this year as a growth year to hone my skills. So right now I I'll ch- I charge between two and five hundred for a music video flat out, and that includes usually one full day of shooting. They can choose whatever locations they want. I'm just gonna show up early, as early as they want, and I'll stay as late as they need me for the most part, but it's on them to get locations, it's on them to get models, it's on them to get props, like all of that stuff is on them. Mm-hmm. I show up with the camera, I make them look good, I go home and edit. Uh, that can easily be six, eight hours in a day, And then the edit for me, because I'm still learning, might take me eight to 10 more hours. So for 200 bucks, I may put in 20 hours. If you do the math, I'm not making, I'm I'm not sure what the federal minimum wage is. it's probably just above that. Um, That doesn't make sense long-term. For me, I'm doing this as a year of, I wanna get my name out there. I wanna be able to get more and more efficient at my process and understand the cinematography aspects at a a, like just guttural level, like I, I could show up and go okay. That angle looks good. That angle looks good. So as I get better at that, I'll be able to charge more and do less. But I'm front loading all my work and acknowledging that this year is going to be a whole lot of like grinding and hustling and like eat and crow. So that hopefully next year and the year after that, I'll be able to reap those.
0: So the first one or two years, you gotta hustle and learn. So before you start making like the big bucks, you gotta hustle and learn for like the first one or two years. That's the stage right.
1: Yeah, I think I think that the amount of young kids who can buy a Sony A six hundred or six thousand for six hundred bucks, buy a good lens for another four, and uh, have Premiere for forty bucks a month, and they have all the time in the world, mm-hmm. they're gonna kill it. Like some of these kids in my area. Are phenomenal and they're like 21 coming out of high school coming out of college and they, they make they're making great content and it looks great because the cameras are so good so you have to find I think you have to find your niche in that and if you just show up and say hey it's a thousand bucks a month because I'm used to making twenty five bucks an hour and I want to make that right now making videos no one's gonna pay you that and your work is just not that gonna be that good
0: okay so first one or two years you're just learning and you're probably not gonna get paid that much but instead of getting like a master's degree in, in something you're still like you're actually still making money. So it's it's like a you're basically getting like a master's degree, but you're making money. So that's pretty cool if you think of it that way. You know what I mean? That's, paying, that's
1: a great way of putting it, yeah.
0: You're not like paying tuition, but like you're actually making not the best money, but some good cash and you're learning a lot because it's so hands on. But so the question is so somebody from new york is watching this and they're like oh in my town there's a lot of amateur sports going on i could really get into that i there's not a lot of real estate there's so many real estate agents and they have terrible footage i could get into that so jacob has helped me realize that there's some i can make some serious cash doing drone footage but so how like what's how do you get your moat how do you like like fight through all this competition so like you like really uh find a lot of commercial success in in the long enough time scale
1: yeah that's a good question and just one caveat I would say you're using New York as an example and as a drone pilot you couldn't pick a worse example because it's the most restrictive city for drone flying in mm-hmm. the country so you almost can't do drone work as a as a younger like up-and-comer because it's so restrictive there but as an idea I think to Two things you have in your favor are your portfolio. So all you did, what can people see by you, is your work quality, and can they trust you? Mm-hmm. Like, word of mouth is how I'm getting most of my... I've done six videos, three have dropped, and I've gotten... I probably have 10 or so, like what we would call hot leads of people who want to work with me and pay me off of those three free videos. So the return on investment I'm getting off of those videos that I deem as just so-so, but they did the job. And people like the artist and because they ask him, hey, who'd you use for your video? Do you like him? Blah, blah, blah. And he likes me. It it spreads to the video's quality, and they like. The, they know that I'm not some sleazy guy who just wants to make 200 bucks and shoot some basic video and throw it together really fast with no no good effects. Like I'm trying to build value for this musician who's putting in like blood, sweat, and tears for their art. It's not my job to make them look as good as possible with what I can do. Portfolio and trust is the two things I think that you can control that are going to push you above everyone else. Is and, and are your values aligned? Like, do you really care about the, the artist's vision or is it like no no, no that doesn't look good i've tried it before in the past i don't want to do that it's like i don't know if they want that in their video like don't don't bring too much ego into that but yeah portfolio portfolio and trust is the two biggest ones i'd say your, your work is it quality and can they get behind you as an individual
0: Mm -hmm. it's kind of like an accounting firm you know what i mean like accountants don't really like they're not out there on billboards or anything like that they have to leverage relationships to like make the big bucks you know what i mean something like that so that makes sense okay you're not in new york but you're in um you're in washington first one or two years you're not going to be making the big bucks probably figure out your niches figure out a niche where your values will al- will align with the business owners. So if you're a sports guy, stick with sports people. Uh, if you're not a sports guy, or a girl, don't focus too much on the sports market, etc. And uh, number four, your main way of driving revenue is by leveraging relations. So like make sure you build strong relationships, because these things will compound into like into the channel or vehicle that will make you the most money. Would you say
1: that's 1000%? Yeah. One, awesome. one, one, one yes. Excellent.
0: So you make so you probably make most of your money with your uh, videography agency is there any other ways you make money that you like to talk about
1: uh not yet I am exploring, I have like six or seven different avenues that I'm looking to exploit over time and some are less work uh, and some are, are gonna require my time. So the only the only money I make right now is from video production, but I got about five or six other things that I'm eyeballing and I can go into those if you wish.
0: Okay, so what? let's just go into one of them. Which one has the most amount of uh, uh, revenue potential? Because I, I saw you were talking about stock footage. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, stock footage, stock footage has pretty big upside because you're already shooting footage for your video production. And so if any of those clips during look good, you can sell them to a stock footage site. And so it used to be that you would you would upload to a site and they would charge between like fifty and two hundred bucks for you to to use, like, Max, you want to get a picture of New York drone photography. It's all right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to get, like, a skyline of New York as a drone footage to put as, like, an overlay for something. Mm -hmm. You go to a stock footage site, you pay 150 bucks, you get it in 4K, and all said and done and then that person gets 70%, roughly, of the commission from that site, and then they take their cut. Now, most sites do memberships, so it's like 200 bucks a year, and you can download as much as you want, and they're gonna, I'm gonna get two, five, eight, 20, whatever, like, I'll, it's smaller. They're hoping they, they, they play in the volume game. Stock footage, in my experience and from my research, it's very long-term as far Whereas you're going to put in a ton of work on the front end, thousands of clips with good tags and good titles, and then you may make 500 bucks a month after two, three years. Hopefully it's consistent. That's what you hope for is that whatever people are searching for, whether it's New York skyline or train goes under bridge or whatever it is, you're you're investing in the, it's going to, you upload it once and then that one clip that sells 17 times makes you 800 bucks over its lifetime. So
0: the thing is, you know, your goal as an artist is to become as authentic as possible. Basically, what you're saying stock footage used to be like you Demi where you sold the course but now it's like Skillshare where you get like democratized and you get residual income yeah if you're like your goal is to be like your most authentic self in a way because like why would they go to you if they can find somebody else eventually when you find your authenticity you find J- where, where Jacob is the master why don't you just start your own stock footage like store and just sell your own stock footage because at the end of the day like there's gonna be content only you're gonna is that like feasible or you have
1: to go with these big you certainly could uh i've seen some people who they'll use uh instagram marketing or youtube ads and they'll target them to filmmakers and like one of the big ones that i've seen is called film pack film pac and they they'll have like a hawaii package or a new york package or whatever it is a wedding package and for i'm not sure what their prices are probably around 100 bucks for that that bundle and it's all 4k and what they're selling is curation you don't have to go to adobe stock and type in whatever you're looking for and weed through 17 photos or videos that they're not color graded well or there's a jitter in it or whatever it is these are that you're buying the trust and this is the top of the top uh if you're good at marketing and and uh, like their ads look great their ads run all the time on my page and if they weren't working they probably wouldn't be advertising so I'm, I'm guessing they're having a decent return. So if if you're a good marketer, uh, you could probably just you could probably just have people shoot stock footage for you. You be a curator and then do the end marketing and probably make a pretty good money. Or just do your own footage. So Jacob,
0: let's go to like the last pillar of the interview. Okay, so I'm pumped up. You you pumped me up. I'm a some person in Washington. I, I'm gonna start my own drone footage video. I'm very right. passionate about videography. You pumped me up. I can make some serious cash. I have to be a little patient but I'm going to make some serious cash eventually. What other ways can I diversify my income? Like you were just talking about those six, seven things you were eyeing. How how else can I diversify my income?
1: uh so the ones i'm looking at long term is youtube is going to be one that i'm eyeballing so adsense or sponsorships Mm -hmm. is i'm gonna i'm gonna leverage that long term that may go towards my skill set because although i also i'm a video producer i also think i'm a decent synthesizer of information Mm -hmm. and so i want to be an educator on the platform Mm -hmm. so i'm not just going to post music videos or Things that look pretty. I'm gonna teach filmmakers on my channel how to do that. Um, But YouTube and sponsorships. So AdSense and sponsorships are one. I'm looking at digital products, which is a, a pretty big one for a lot of filmmakers. So that could be a guide, like distilling what we've talked about here, but go more in depth. It could be free access to some of my stock footage, and then that's their. I get their email. That's their gateway in, and then I sell them things through the email. A big one for filmmakers is let packs. Mm-hmm. So a let pack is a is a lookup table. It's basically you slap that on video, and it makes it look like it's supposed to. It doesn't always work. It's pretty. It's pretty. It basically just tells the program to put the green here and the red here and this there. And every clip is different. So what looks great in Hawaii looks horrible in New York. But it's like an old.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, my apologies for interrupting.
1: No, no, you're fine. It's it. It does. It gives you a good baseline to play with, and then you can always tailor it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then my last one that I really think has the biggest ceiling for me is a membership site. I'm hoping that I can sell for five bucks a month or whatever it's going to be. I'll give them behind the scenes content of my videos. I'll give them access to me individually, so if they have any questions or they want me to critique their work, I'll be happy to do that. So I'm thinking of ways that they can, as I get better at my craft and I become more in demand, you can get direct access to me besides just YouTube comments by the membership site, and it would be consistent enough that I could use that as a platform to uh have some stability and build a community that resonates with my what i'm going for
0: so jacob is gonna be the gary v of drone videography i couldn't be mad at that (laughs) that's all i believe in you i I think you can do it i think you have the energy for it and that's awesome so basically like your long-term plan is to say you know be like the gary vayner chunk of drone footage you think you'd say so
1: yeah i i would say my my overall goal i'm obsessed with yeah i the idea of being a best self getting better forever is there's no destination it's just the journey which is very gary vian v- but it's very ever
0: just saying but go ahead
1: there you go yeah and definitely and uh So if I can do that through the filmmaking space, which didn't have a super big passion about it, it started as the more I fall in love with it. If I can inspire people to use their iPhone camera or get their first camera or take their drone or whatever it is, or whether it's a, a VR camera in the future, like the tools don't matter to me as much, as you getting better and living a life that you're happy to live and if mm-hmm. I can be a part of that then perfect
0: so use like you know videography as leverage
1: to just be a better person 100% and you can live a life on your terms awesome
0: very cool Jacob you're very charismatic uh, very authentic I really appreciate you helping us out um, is there anything else you want to tell uh, ever org fans
1: not really I think just go follow me on my Instagram at jbrownvisuals. Uh but besides that you know I think you guys are you guys are already doing well by following ever and max here you got a great teacher so no I have nothing else to add that you can't already get from this video or this channel you're the right spot mm-hmm.
0: yeah the people who watch stuff like this they already have like a baseline of ambition we're already looking to make the next step so we're not like a we don't make like first-step content we make like second-step content we're like they already know I want to make like I want to start some sort of videography agency I want to make do something with drones so like there's already like this baseline of ambition when people watch this stuff. So guys, subscribe to him. All his links are gonna be in the descriptions or wherever I post that they're gonna be somewhere nearby. Jacob, you're the man. I'll see ya.
1: Later, bro, it's great to meet you. Thanks for having me.